There's a line two, three blocks long just waiting to get a taste of this kid Corky's burgers. Elvis patties. What? Elvis patties. <laughs> everybody, welcome to Pod Cusack, the only podcast dedicated to and explicitly for Chicago's favorite son, John Cusack. I am Matt Strickland, your host, and with me back, returning champion, artist, comedian, general Pod Cusack All-Star. MK. Doherty. MK. Doherty. MK Doherty, thank you so much for being here. <laughs> thank you for saying all my names. <laughs> so we're going to do something a little bit different on... This week's pod QSAC, we're going to do an instant reaction. We just watched something and now we are going to instantly react to it. <laughs> it's a brand new form of podcasting that I have invented. Uh, we just watched a sketch from Elvis Stories, which was a sketch show slash, I don't know what, what you would call it. it it's a 50-minute movie short film that's just a series of sketches based around elvis it was written and directed by ben stiller so it's maybe not the first thing he directed but it's really really early on in his directing career obviously he hasn't directed any feature films yet um and it's a bunch of sketches one of them of course contains stars the great john cusack mary so what did you think of this sketch First of all, I guess let's just do the premise of the sketch. It's sort of a parody of like high art world, Andy Warhol style art world, but also a parody of sort of like religious fervor over, you know, when you, it's sort of, I guess it came out in 1989. So it was around the time of, uh, you know, there would be a big news story of, of a, of a, a a drip on the wall that became in the shape of Virgin Mary or Jesus, those kind of news stories. It's like a parody of that. Cause basically John Cusack is a grill man who makes hamburger patties in the shape of Elvis. And then people are reacting to him in different ways. Yeah. I gathered that that was the intention behind the script. Um, it was layered and um, almost nonsense. It was almost nonsense, and yet also it was, it offended me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I will say the moment Jeremy Piven was on the screen, I thought, here comes a masterpiece. Corky's Elvis Patties. But then it turned out that it was hard for me to listen to any of his dialogue due to the large amount of open mouth chewing he was doing. Yeah, so he's eaten one of Corky's hamburgers. Corky is the John Cusack character. I guess he's... Jeremy Piven has most of the dialogue through the sketch, and he's sort of Corky's sleazy New York manager, hype man kind of. It looked a lot like Jeremy Piven had had seen Joe Pesci before, had thought about him a lot, and mm. then was like, here's my chance. All of the sketch is done in sort of like a fake documentary, fake like news item style where people are talking to camera and stuff. Corky is a performance artist, really. There's some tie-ins with early Catholicism, too. Was any of this successful? Any part of this sketch? I mean, I I was so happy to see Mike Myers for the 0.5 seconds he was on the screen. Yeah, Mike Myers shows up as a, like a British... Uh, you know, customer of Corky's, like I, an art collector. Yeah, like an art collector. It's it's very similar to like what some of his like SNL characters. I guess this was the height. He does only have three. We all know that. Wayne, 
Wayne, Scottish man, British man. Mm, right. That's Austin Powers is the British man. I think you're really uh, selling short the cat in the hat here. Oh, I guess I forgot about Shrek. I'll, oh, that's Scottish. That's Scottish, that's man. Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> Fat bastard Scottish. Yep. I mean, well, he shows off one of his three characters here. It's the uh, the British guy. I had a cold case Elvis patty, and of course, I was sick. And the amazing thing is that the shape of the sick on the pavement was exactly in the shape of Graceland. That's like sort of a funny line, I guess. I think that the premise of the sketch is very... It's it's it can't decide whether it's like a parody of the art world or a parody of like religious fervor and it's like trying to be both and like there's that couple who's like we bought some of his earlier works when he was experimenting in medium rare and well done the mapping game of art world pretensions onto like grilled meats i guess could be a funny sketch but then there's like these vaguely religious stuff in there and it just like didn't hit it didn't hit at all for me it was hard to see the script at all past Jeremy Piven's scratching and crawling towards the uh, camera, basically. It looked like he was hungry to be on that screen in a very annoying and cloying way. Uh, and then it was difficult to understand why they would cast John Cusack to play Sloth from the Goonies on a grill yeah so let's talk about john cusack so his role he's quirky the grill man the sort of object of everyone's affection the genius quote-unquote behind these quirkies elvis patties is this character supposed to be mentally disabled and, and is he making fun in some way like he only sort of grunts and groans unintelligibly it's it's one hundred percent, and also it's not it's not a mistake that they name him Corky. Like that's also a famous special needs character in another show. Like they're making they're doubling down on the fact that this is supposed to be a special needs character, uh, and it's done as disgustingly as possible. It's really like shocking the first time you see Cusack, and then he like lets out that groan. It's a very it's very uncomfortable. And he's drooling. Yeah, he's drooling. He's like gyrating. He's like contorting his body in a weird way. It's very... And that's just like one more level of like, okay, so he, if the idea of the sketch is they're doing a mapping game of the art world onto like grilled meats, like making hamburgers, um, which seems to be the predominant theme throughout. And then there's this like other religious like subcurrent. Then that character doesn't need to be special needs at all. Maybe is that supposed to be a comment? I mean, you're an artist. You went to art school. <laughs> is that supposed to be a comment on how silly the art world can be? So let's make the, this art, this genius special needs. And that's somehow supposed to be commenting on something. Well, I think they didn't know uh, the script was bad. The idea was bad. So they put too many uh, veggies in the in the stew. And we're just like, in order to make this funny, we're going to do this. And I would assume that probably they were coming from that angle. But they had already said the, the religious angle. So that didn't make sense. I, I think the entire thing um, was pointless. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to say it was pointless. I'm going to say Ben Stiller. This is going to be a miss for me. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a skip. Uh, you know, Ben Stiller obviously uh, went on to have a long career in Hollywood. Good for him. 
Um, nepotism strikes again. But this is, yeah, this is going to be a skip. <laughs> oh, it's a huge skip. Yeah. And I think people are skipping it. Yeah. I think most people are skipping it. <laughs> I think it. it's been skipped. I think people, yeah, it was skipped for a long time. I think if anyone wants to see it, they can watch a really grainy VHS rip on YouTube. Yeah. I love how it looks like it was shot in 1901. Yeah. Behind a shower glass door. <laughs> DP on this was Thomas Edison. <laughs> um, yeah. So. I don't need. We don't need to talk about this for too long. It's a, It's a less than four minute sketch. Uh, let's just go through some of the categories. Uh, Q snack. What do you think? One hundred percent. I had a huge boner throughout this entire bit. Uh, no, I would say, of course not. Um, yeah, definitely not. Uh, you know, Cusack, obviously great politics. We, uh, but yeah, not not his finest. Not his best look. Um, Let's do uh, our category coffee, tea, me. If we had to recast someone in this tiny three-minute sketch with Joan Cusack, who would you recast? Oh, I would prefer this to have been Joan Cusack like sleeping for five mm-hmm. minutes. I think that's that's all I would want. Right. I mean, if, you, if I had to recast, obviously, the Jeremy Piven role would be the first, you know, person... I, I think the rule guess. is always shoot Jeremy Piven out into space. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, He's not going to mm-hmm. help your film out at all. And, you know, who knows? He might do some really great work out there in space. Like, <laughs> I thought you were like, he might be in space. <laughs> he might be in space. Who, I haven't seen him lately. Uh, no, well, he's he's doing stand-up like gangbusters right now. Oh, that's good. At gangbusters, <laughs> the local club. No, that you're thinking of gutbusters. Oh, right, gutbusters. That's um, the Poughkeepsie one. He's yeah, in yeah. gangbusters. He's in gangbusters, which is, um, which in, is Florida. in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Uh okay, I don't know what other the cat. I don't even know what other categories we should do for this. It's hard to. It's hard to. Uh, let's do uh, things I like, things I hated, things I think are weird. What one thing you liked about this? Ugh. You got to choose something. Mike Mike Myers showing up. I'm gonna agree. That's really the only d okay answer. Um, it, it, Mike Myers showing up felt like someone came in and whispered, "It's gonna be okay." Yeah, it did. Uh, like. If you didn't know any of the actors in it, this you could say that this, oh, this is like something that height. This is in the beginning of YouTube, you know, in like 2005, six, seven, when YouTube was right around and you would just see all these weird little sketches. It was before it was all just like brands and it was still mostly weird users doing it. This has felt like an artifact from that time. And then Mike Myers shows up and it does his just presence lends a bit of credibility to it. So it's like, oh no, this is like a real production. You know what? You know what? It's it's incredibly it's the same as that incredibly annoying kid in high school who smells funny, but has like five friends because they all kind of smell the same. Mm-hmm. And then they make a they make a little skit. And then all of a sudden, the popular kid is in it for like a minute. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're just like, well, I don't know about this anymore. Maybe it is okay. Yeah. Is he like their neighbor? Yeah. Or is he someone's <laughs> is he cousin? cousin? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's how it feels. I'm going to say I also liked Mike Myers, the only acceptable answer. What's one thing you hated? All of it. I hated all of it, too. What's one thing you thought was weird? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, this just John Cusack choosing to go that hard. 
I think was really weird. I think it is really, really strange, especially at this point in his career. Um, so this comes out in 1989. So this is like that's painful to hear. This is sandwiched between Say Anything and The Grifters, My like two of, his, two of his greatest roles. Uh, he decides to be in. I'm sure you know it's just been. I guess he must have been friends with Ben Stiller. Do you think Stiller? he ha- had actual dialogue in the script and then just approached Ben and was just like, hey, you know what I think would be better? What if I, yeah, what if, if I, I made I this especially? I just a bunch. <laughs> I mean, maybe he was just a big fan of the Goonies and he was trying to be sloth. I, I don't I don't yeah, think I that, don't that think so. I don't think that's true. And I don't think you should do that anyway. There's only one sloth. There's only one sloth. There can only be one. Exactly. Um all right. That's my I think religion. We've already talked about this for much longer this podcast is longer than the sketch, so I think we've right, done it our didn't job. This. Guys, uh we'll be back next week with a actual feature length film. I promise. <laughs> Until then, that was Pod Cusack. John, we miss you. We love you. Stay safe. It's Cusack, baby. It's Cusack, baby.